Lottie, get your ass away from there. It's Wolfman Jack coming at you from the bush. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. We're good. <laughs> We're good. I'm good. Uh, terrific. Terrific. Uh, do you think that's it? <laughs> I think that's it. I feel really good about it. it. Okay, yeah, right on. I feel good about it. I like it. I like it. One and done. Efficient. Efficient. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I got the intro. Great, great, great. We just roll right me. into it. Let's keep this energy going. Yeah, you uh, go. All right, let's. You tell me. This is the earliest we've ever done it. Let's go. go. You know we got to keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh-huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Soccer, stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds. Keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. That's right. Hello, pals, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pop Saga. And if you've been listening, you know that we've been up to our eyeballs in sci-fi talk. So today, we're going to take a moment. We're going to take a breath. And we're going to chart a course to more chill waters. That's right. It's a chill... You know, hmm. I feel like that name could use uh, some sprucing up, some rejuvenation, let's just say. Uh, Let's call today's episode Chill Hangs with Forrest and John. I'm Forrest, and this is... John? (laughs) And it's time for a chill hang. That's right. Uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Chill Hangs with Forrest and John. Uh, I hope you all are out there are ready to chill out and spend the next hour or so with us while we kick back and talk to about whatever comes to mind. Um, that last part was totally off the dome <laughs> in the spirit of Chillcast. Uh, no, excuse me, Chill Hangs. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've ruined the chill. Sorry. <laughs> chill hangs with Forrester John. Come on along and hang out with us. We're going to talk about stuff that you probably don't care about. <laughs> I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm going to yeah. make it feel enticing. It doesn't need to be an apology right off the bat. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's a chill hang. So if it's a little, uh, little rough around the edges, that's okay. We're just yeah. hanging. That's right. You know, I think the most important part of it being a chill hang is that Greeblo was not invited. No. <laughs> Greeblo. Uh-uh. No. No more Greeblo. Especially nope. after, Especially after the last correspondence he sent me. <laughs> he's, been, he's been sliding into my DMs on threads, weirdly enough, because I don't know anyone else who still uses that program. What's uh, threads? But, yeah, exactly. That's the right response. Uh, but yeah, he's been sliding into my DMs on 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 uh, threads and uh, and saying some some stuff. I'm gonna just I'm gonna do a quad box uh, quad box uh, thread um, with all just this expose of 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 Creeblo's malfeasance. It's just uh, staggering. Terrible, uh, yep. Get over yourself, Creeblo. <laughs> Come on, Get over Greeblo. yourself. This is the I'm, internet age. Everything's gonna live forever on the internet, my friend. How yeah, do you do it? Yeah, you're immortalized. 
I mean, yeah. oddly enough, though, he's also sent me value packs. You know, those little uh, mailers you get with coupons and stuff. Uh-huh. But from states that don't, like, I, I don't have those restaurants. I don't know, like, what a Piccadilly Gyms is, but he's sending me uh, coupons for this shit, and it's just really trolly behavior, and I'm not for it. <laughs> uh, what was the name of that restaurant again? Piccadilly Gyms. Piccadilly Gyms. Wow, that sounds good. You think it? You, do you think it is, like, exclusively London fair? You know what I mean? No, it said Arkansas. I imagine Ar- it's very much like Armadillo Whoa. Willies, but it's just like oh. their version. Piccadilly G- uh, Gyms. Yes, Piccadilly Gyms. <laughs> Armadillo Willies. Wow, that is not... It's been a bit since I heard anyone reference that. They don't well, have them up here. Good. Well, good. You're... <laughs> Save it for the taco times. You, you know, I don't know. No, one, no one needs an armadillo willies unless you <laughs> need the violent urge to run to the bathroom 20 minutes after you've had it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Same. I think that's that's fair. My memories of armadillo willies really tracks with that um, statement. Uh, you know, um, as always, we are available to be a sponsor for armadillo willies <laughs> we'll change our tunes should uh should the, the that uh, that rich armadillo come a knock <laughs> pull some a couple of Just, uh, a couple of greenbacks out of his shell we, yep. we're uh, gonna change our tune he just rolls right up unfurls that's right i'll say i'll say i'm here <laughs> wow it is armado armadillo d willie it's a pleasure to meet oh, you. That's right. I'm a dead old D-Witty at your beck and call. Anyway, I heard you two have uh, a viewership in the tens. How would you <laughs> how would you like to advertise for Armadillo Willies? I use, of course, a, uh, a shortening, a more colloquial version of my name. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Of course, I understand, Mr. Willis. I, I say, I say, the, my accent is slipping away. <laughs> now, how do you rate compared to Piccadilly Gems? Are you on par? A little less? A little better? You, you shall not speak of Jim's name in my countenance. I beg of you, sir. Well, uh, stars and garters, I guess. I forgot, uh... Armadillo oh, yes. Piccadilly the, the, is the, the, the greatest at odds. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the restaurant. restaurant wars. Won't be won by Taco Bell, no. Armadillo uh, Willies will be standing on the necks of their fallen fast food-ish brethrens like Applebee's and Chili's and Roadhouse. <laughs> Oh yes, I I pulled the the voice boxes out of all three of those restaurant chains. None of them could stand up to the grip strength of Amadillo D. Willis. <laughs> I think that's my name. Sure, you tell me. <laughs> uh, I say I I I got to go. Oh, okay, bye. Yes, sweet tea and. Uh, barbecue didn't beans. Didn't you say you were going? I already <laughs> waited for you to leave. <laughs> Roll on out of here. We're taking Piccadilly Jim's money. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Goodbye. <laughs>
I do damn good too. Bo <laughs> Bo regard. Uh, that's yeah. right. Well, that's interesting. It's not yeah, every podcast it. you listen to you'll <laughs> you get to talk to the anthropomorphic uh, armadillo owner of Armadillo Willie's, the restaurant, uh, the barbecue restaurant chain. Yeah, that probably only you and I know, and everyone else who listens to this has no idea what it's about. <laughs> is it a is it a California thing? It must. I, I mean, know, it's not it's up a, here. I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how far, but I know there's at least a couple of them around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, like, I do avoid them like the plague. I'm not kidding, but you know, like. Up here we have uh, we have Jimmy Max Roadhouse. Oh, what's uh, what, is, is that also a place that's just like covered in like uh, peanut shells on the floor? Uh, it might be. I've never been inside of one, but uh, I'll be darned if the sort of rustic exterior and uh, you know fun font that they use hasn't enticed me at least to think about it. Use a lot of like, uh, you know, uh, like brown wood and corrugated steel has a real uh, homey feel to it. But of course, they all look like that. So this, it's the, as soon as you see another one, you're like, wait a second. Um, it looks like it's a real small chain. <laughs> it looks like it's a, it is a two locations uh, uh, in the Washington area uh, type chain. So. I guess there was no way you would know about it, but uh, real delightful looking place. I have no idea if it is or if it's good or anything, truly. All right, well, I mean, uh, maybe that's a pop side. You got to go grab it and try it. I am, yeah, we still got to uh, find a, a fun one for you to do, too. If we ever do uh, an episode like that again, we'll have to find... Uh, something weird down in, in your neck of the woods. It would be great if we could somehow work it out so we both had the same thing, but, you know, there's just so many weird local chains that it is uh, tough to make that a reality. That is true. That is true. And apparently Armadillo Willie's is a local chain. It's only available in the Bay Area. I'll be darned. Wow. Yeah. But the furthest one being... Uh, Dublin and or San Jose, whatever. Okay. Whatever one you. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, from from the city down to the South Bay. Known for their eclectic super taste of barbecue, Armadillo oh, Willies. It's an armadillo with four cowboy boots on. I say, I say, come on down today. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving this away for free, John. Uh, I mean, I know, but we do that a lot. Yeah, I hope Remember, we don't. I mean, we, I mean, we literally did a better help one, and it was <laughs> almost like word for word an ad I've heard in other uh, podcast. Well, um, well, well, how the turntables have turned. Yeah, what? We gotta listen to the competition. Know how I'm gonna take them out. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm coming for you, Conan. <laughs> That's right. One of our recent episodes, the one about Picard, almost got a 99 people listening to it. So take that, Mr. Conan, with your big pretty... with your big red uh, wave of hair. You're going to come down to my house. <laughs> Not bad, though, right? Yeah, I think, hey, shit, I'll take it. 
Yeah. More than I thought. More than I thought. Well, it's because I, like, I normally refuse to look at analytics. Feels like something yeah. I do too often during the day. The last I was thing like, I need is uh, numbers to confirm my eternal sadness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. Uh, I was the, having the exact opposite uh, feeling. I was like, oh, no. What if, like, what if more people that I think listen to this show? And then I checked it. I was like, phew. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. You must be crazy. Oh, good. I feel good now. Feel I feel centered. I feel like we're talking to, I mean... The audience may not be big, but it's filled with smart, attractive, funny people who uh, have great taste. We know that yep. for sure. Uh-huh. 100%. Right, because they're tuned in here to this great show. Um, well, you know, to, tonight's a chill cast, of course, as uh, you know. Chill hang. Chill <laughs> hang. Uh, okay, yep. okay, okay. <clears throat> will, will tonight you, you? is a... Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm not cutting this. Just make sure you do it right. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, uh, let's see. Three, two, one. Cut in now. Okay. It's uh It might be a. It might be a chill hang. Uh, with Forrest and John tonight. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're not going to totally abandon our format. John, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. That's right. Let's keep it chill. And why don't you tell us, John, what you're enjoying this evening? Water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very little is chiller <laughs> than H2O, especially when it's been chilled. I know it's know? warm water, but it's, no. it's warm water. What? Um, well, why are you drinking warm water? Well, I mean, it's not cold water at this point. It's been sitting in the glass for half an hour, so it's slightly warmer. I see, but it was once I, cold water. Right? It was cool. I mean, I use I have a little water pitcher up in my office that I use, so it's not like uh-huh. ice cold. <laughs> I just La want to. Ex- yeah, just what I'm trying. I'm, I'm testing out this uh, reusable water filter thing that you fill in the content, oh, so that way I don't. You? <laughs> yeah, so that way I don't have to keep using disposable water filters in the house, but I'm I'm testing it first before I make the the plunge. There you go. Oh yeah, it, there's like a, a larger version that you would you would be making the commitment to. Yeah, like you know, put it, that one would get fridge space, so I want to make sure that see if it seems like it's worth fridge space. They have different things that you can put in the filter. So mine has, a, I guess, extra shit for magnesium or whatever. And that's supposed to be good for me, apparently. So I'm oh, trying that's it. That's nice. So I'm going to try it right now. Huh? Yeah, it's it's room temperature water. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> good. Ah, uh, yes. Well, shout out to you, r slash hydro homies. This one goes out to you, Reddit group that is obsessed with water well we all need it it's true i know who never drink it and i'm like oh man i think you'd feel a lot better if you had a cup cup water water that stuff comes out the sky i don't need it (laughs) i just go out and i do i just you know do one of those shawshanks in the rain 
And that's how oh. I get all my water. I, oh. I absorb it through the skin. All right. While well, Thomas Newman scores the whole thing. Well, I've got water too, John, as it just so happens. But mine's mixed with a little bit of malted barley and lots of corn. <laughs> that's right. We're back on the Miller Light train. And uh, here we go. We're going to open up the can. Oh, it almost sounds like a sound effect, but it's not. That is a 16-ounce Miller Lite. Miller, we're not even going to pretend like it's from the Rockies. Nice. What's Miller's deal? Does it come from Milwaukee? Yeah. Like, why are they called Miller? Do they have, like, a river or a mountain stream or cascade hops or... Nope. Nope. None of those. I believe it just because they are from Milwaukee. And if they're not, Mm. oh, well, they should be. Didn't Milwaukee... Go buy (laughs) Milwaukee or Miller. Go buy Milwaukee. I'm sure you could do that. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, didn't Milwaukee used to be famous for beer? I've heard such things. I've never been there, so I don't know how true that claim is. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the, I feel like I've heard, uh, that, but you just don't like, no one talks about that anymore. Maybe because we're on the West Coast and it's all craft brew this and craft brew that. But I don't like, is it just Miller? Is it because Miller came from Milwaukee? Is that what I don't, I need, I know nothing about this. And yet I have so many questions. See, and I also have those questions, but I am just chill hanging enough not to look them up and just going with what you're saying. So if you're like, Miller's from Milwaukee. Sounds good enough to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna let it. I'm just gonna let it ride until either uh, I don't know a Snapple fact or something kind of tells me where <laughs> you're gonna from. you're gonna pop up Snapple and it's gonna be like blah, blah, blah. okay. So it was uh, it was founded in Milwaukee, but by Frederick Miller. So it has really nothing to do with Milwaukee, the name itself. It's just the guy who founded it was a German who moved to the U.S. and said, I want to make a beer, and I've got a unique brewer's yeast. And then he purchased a brewery and called and slapped his name on it and took credit for everything. I don't know. It sounds like it's pretty par for the course. Here's the crazy thing. Now, think about this. Not crazy. This is the wild thing, if you think about it. Uh, so it was bought back in... a. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, let's see. I don't know. It doesn't say. But uh, <laughs> back in the 1800s, sometime. And it was purchased for $2,300. Now, you're, like, used to hearing equivalence uh, sums back in that time period and being like, oh, okay, you know, it just was this much, you know, in, uh, in, in, in um, this, uh, in these, in today's dollars. Um, but he bought this the Plank Road Brewery and Beer Gardens from Charles and Lauren's Best for $2,300, which is equivalent to $66,000 today. So that's a steal. 
I mean, honestly, both prices are relatively a steal. I mean, but think about it. But yeah, for twenty compared to anything these days. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wish I could do that. That's the the price of an average new car. Almost is is like around forty one. This guy chucked in twenty k extra and he bought himself a brewery and a beer garden. Wow. Look at that. Dude's doing big things, and here we are just drinking water, and you're drinking his version of water. That's right. <laughs> uh, yes, micro light beer, or macro light beer. Uh, is there anything else so, um, such as uh, a pale echo of what it once was? Um, but that's interesting. I hope everyone out there is very excited to have learned this amazing fact about Miller Brewing Company. It's the second largest brewery in the United States. That's right. The second largest. And it, that it called one of its things a champagne of beers, and it wasn't allowed to be sold in the certain states for a long time, and then it was, and I don't know why. All right. Well, I don't. Well, I mean, I do enjoy the uh, champagne of beer. Well, the, this is bad for this is bad for us. A very important show about beer. Thank you for tuning in. I had so much beer on the weekend, I, I I couldn't do anything right now. Oh yeah, so. what were some highlights? Speaking of high life, did you have any? Uh, were there any beers you had there that were you were like, "Darn, this is a tasty brew"? No, I mean because I went to an Oktoberfest, so you only get the beer that they have in the truck. So it was just all like, spotting and versions of that. So it was their Oktoberfest, their regular lager, and this other one called like Frankenheiser or something. That one wasn't. That one actually wasn't too bad. That sounds good. And this year's Oktoberfest. If you're you're thinking spotting, I think you'll be in for a treat. But the regular nice. stuff, my 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 the biggest problem I had was that I couldn't drink my normal amount of Oktoberfest like beers. Oh no! Why not? Yeah. Not for the lack of trying. I just like within the four hours, I couldn't put down six liters. You just tapped down. I did, is this, yeah. Is this one of those places where uh, the people who give you the beer stack it in the craziest, tallest towers you've ever seen? Lord, no. You, you, no. you walk over to the tent, they pour the damn thing in the tent, you walk your your, your ass back to your bench. Okay, so this is not like in a, a big beer hall or no, any other Lord, such no. thing. This is in like the town square for Redwood City, and Redwood City is not the bastion of high society. <laughs> Oh, maybe really? it is. I don't know. It's <laughs> Have you looked nice. at the home prices there? I think that's all that's there is high society these days. Yeah, it's true. But in this instance, no one walked me any beers, with the exception of people going to get me beer. I see. But yeah, I, I gave it the good old college try, but I, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do wow. that. And then um, we broke one of their benches, and uh, that was oh, cool. No. Yeah, oh, no. that was so cool. Um I mean, I was already worried about the structural integrity of the bench, um, just in general. Mm-hmm. But uh, my buddy on the bench had to move over closer to talk to me, and that shifting of the weight shifted it into one direction. We we when I mean I say we broke that bench, we broke that bench. There is no way that bench is returning. That that bench is retired. <laughs> it's probably three days before its retirement. It, it had a boat. <laughs> Oh, I can't yeah. wait to get back to my kids. I can't <laughs> wait. 
Oh, boy. Just one more shift and it's retirement for me, old Benchy. Uh, ah! Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to, to um, reaffirm my faith in humanity, so many people walked over to make sure we were okay. Oh, that's nice. And I was just like, I'm fine. I'm drunk. So I didn't feel any of this. Oh, right. Yeah. It's the perfect time to break a bench when you're already three sheets uh i think um four that... sheets in a tornado that's how that's how bad oh, really? it is. And normally <laughs> like i said i do six like i do six steins that's my that's my limit that's what i do this this was like i got two and some change and i was just like i can't do anything right now and yeah. I, was, I was just like man what happened you used, yeah, to, be what cool, I... you used <laughs> to be cool well you're getting older friend the alcohol's yeah. gonna hit a little differently, you know. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I want to I mean, put I... away as many beers as I possibly can. Yeah, I mean, I got—I mean, I got the hat. I have my sunglasses. I was having a good time wearing my Hawaiian shirt at uh, Oktoberfest. I was, I was doing big things until. So, until I... um, you are aware it is September, though, right? Hey, man, I can't schedule them when I schedule them. That's when they schedule it. That's when I go. I under, I look, I understand it's called Oktoberfest. Maybe, in theory, it should take place during the month of October. Redwood City does things differently. And um, San Francisco hasn't done the Oktoberfest in the last few years. So that's it. I just have to go where I can go. And that so, then you, it. so instead you went down uh, to the heart of Redwood City, a lot of cool bit buildings in Redwood City, actually. It's so many buildings that, like, as a as a teenager, I don't ever remember being there. There's so much. It's like, weird, right? I feel like overnight, there. like I ha I hadn't gone there when I when I lived back there. I hadn't gone there in a long time, and then I went there, and it was like par part of the downtown looked like Prague or something. I'm like, where the hell am I? Yeah, it is an odd mix. It's odd it mix. really is. Because you'll be like, oh, you want to go to the hummus shop down the street, or do you want to go to the teppanyaki spot? Oh no, let's let's forget both of those and let's just go to the movie theater that you didn't even realize is right here because it's kind of hidden in the middle of the block. It, it's so it's it, it just seems like the the city planners just were like, oh yeah, you just want to build some shit. Okay, you, you don't what? care for the the dusty ground that we used to have. All right, let's, let's let's sell some shit. Yeah, when I, back when I worked uh, at Redwood City, it did not look like that. The best thing about uh, working there was uh, there was a Baja Fresh across the way from where I worked. Oh. That's right, and one time they gave me one of those terrible fish burritos they make there, and I was incensed. No lunch well, for wait, me. Wait, did you order that, or did they, no. just, they just give it to you and say, this is what you eat now? Yep, they were like, uh, uh, I hope you like your burrito with some scrimps. Chocolate block, chocolate block front to back, stuffed with scrimps. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a huge shrimp fan. I don't, like, I mean, I deep fry shrimp, anything. But... Sure. Okay, fine. I'm, all I'm saying is deep fry anything, and I'm in. I'll eat deep fry i'll eat popcorn shrimp all the live long day uh but uh a nude shrimp no thanks it's someone once see here's the thing is i didn't ever have a real problem with shrimp and then someone told me that they had the same texture as a grape 
and now it grosses me out a little bit. Oh, right. Oh, thanks. Isn't that foul? Oh, God damn that person. Yeah. Damn them, please. Damn them. Oh, I I just had shrimp tonight. Did you really? What kind of preparation are we talking about? Just like uh, uh, grilled on a plancha. On the plancha, you know, a little flat, little, little flat action. Hello. A little browning. Yeah, I had a couple, I had a couple of prawn tacos before this. I was living Ooh. dangerously. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. What do you put man. on a prawn taco? I'm in this weird space. So I just actually just have them throw some, uh, uh, you can judge me all you want. I don't care. Chill hang. I just have them throw some red, refried beans on there. So just refried beans, the shrimp, and the, 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 the tortilla. I don't know You'll why. You'll find no judgment here. I just wanted the extra salt, you know, from like the refried beans. Sure. Yeah, it worked. It worked. You don't want like a little crumbled cojita and. Uh, well, you you should know that's cheese. Johnny, yeah. fuck with that. So that's true, but it's not melty. It's no, crumbly. but it yeah, but it still smells like a foot. So I'm okay. not doing it. Yeah, cojita has a weird. It has a delicious taste, but the the smell is a little bit challenging at first. Uh, at first and always. <laughs> I love the texture of cojita cheese. I don't know. I like it. I mean, it looks like popcorn ceiling stuff to me, but, you know, you do you. What's that now? Popcorn what now? Popcorn ceiling. You know, like the little... Uh, oh, right. I'm looking so, at, at row one right now. Yeah, that's What's stuff. up, asbestos? going to be on my taco. That's right. Hope I never get a, like a knock a board into you. We're all gonna die. I don't actually know all that, all that much about asbestos. It's just that it is bad, and you don't want it in your lungs, and it's all over my ceilings. Anyway, um, you ever see the Money Pit with Tom Hanks? <laughs> that's me right now. Um, but th- that's right. Hey, John, we talk a lot about uh, the things that we're watching, or certain things that we're watching on the show. Yeah, but I'm wondering, movie. are there is there a show you're watching that you don't talk about on the show? Mm, yeah yeah i've been uh, i mean i i dropped it a little bit last week um but i've been uh every every night i've been watching a few episodes of brooklyn 99 oh interesting cool so are are you starting over from the start and, and working your way through yeah like i i i watched uh, the first four seasons and then when it kind of all bounced around and stuff i never watched the the remaining seasons but in effort of just watching some shit before i go to sleep i was like you know what? let's start from season one and go through it again you know very much like how i handle blue bloods unfortunately you know 13 14 seasons <laughs> it's a lot of shows to watch That's but still new ones coming out i think we're yeah breaking the crossing the picket lines gotta get those blue bloods yeah, I, I, need, have, I need my fix i need yeah. my blue blood fix but um yeah you don't no, hear a lot about it but it's yeah uh, of course of course why people don't want to talk about that excellent show they want to talk about everything else that's what i'm saying but no i watch um yeah so i've been watching um brooklyn 99 and then um i think after that it's probably gonna have to find another show so it might be uh, continuing back with the Mission Impossibles. That, that, that's been about it, though. Nice. Nothing. Nothing is. Um, I don't know. Nothing's like jumping, jumping out at me. And you know, obviously, new TV content is uh, 
very minuscule. Oh, uh, we do watch Don't Forget the Lyrics, though. That's a tiny eye game show that we mm, watch. Now, what's that? I've never That's, heard of this before. You've never heard of it. So it's, a, so it's a remake of an old show where they'll have 10 songs and um, each song has kind of like a corresponding amount of money you can earn or whatever, like category. And you're supposed to get uh, all 10 songs. You get all 10 songs. You win a million dollars. And the big thing is you don't know what songs are coming up until you pick a category. You're given two options between that. And then the contestants sing those songs and then uh, they'll be missing words. So you have to fill in the missing words and it goes, you know, from like, this will be three missing words to then what I've seen before was like, we need 14 missing words. And I'm like, shit, that's a lot. Of, you know, that's, that's most songs when I'm singing in the car, when you're like, like, it's not unusual, right? Like, I don't know the rest of those words, but oh think yeah, about like, think about like 14 missing words on like, uh, it's the end of the world by R.E.M. You're screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. You're, you're Absolutely. Screwed. You never like you never are faced with that reality in, in harsher relief than when you are at karaoke and you pick out a song that you think that you know. Oh my god, yes. And yes. it starts and you're like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I only These know. are the lyrics. I yeah. only know the chorus. Oh, what have I done? Yeah, you're like, I'm like the Time Life uh, Songs of the 60s commercial. I only know, I only know the hook. Like, incense, peppermints, doo-doo-doo-doo, and then that's it. But then you pick up the rest of the song. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pull for that, too. I mean, I remember um, uh, Tony and I, a bunch of us, we were playing Karaoke Revolution. I think I might have mentioned this before. But we were playing Karaoke Revolution, and she's like, oh, I love Fame. You know, the song Fame. And I was like, you you might like the song Fame, but you don't know the song Fame. And, I, and in my head, I'm like, there are more words than just Fame, I want to live forever, or whatever. <laughs> so as she's singing it, she's like, oh, she's very much running into the, uh, oh, no. There are other words. And then all of a sudden, Fame, I want to live forever. I want to learn how to fly and then so she'd keep doing that so the audience kept with like go boo boo mm, boo right and the audience was leaving every time she'd keep missing all the lyrics and then whoever recorded this voice line give this dude a million dollars because at some point you just hear someone go oh <laughs> and then the song stopped <laughs> that was it like they had enough the audience was done. Oh. They revolted. Oh, but I mean, it was like generally so much like disgust and disdain for what was being on stage. Like that dude brought it. Oh, like it was, it was so guttural. It was so like primal that you just started laughing at that point because like, what else could you do? And then, yeah, song stopped and realized she didn't know all the words of fame. That's what, <laughs> that is what don't forget the lyrics is like. Bunch wow. of people, some of them know how to sing, some of them don't know how to sing. Some do all right, most of them don't, and we play our own micro games within those games, like how far we think someone's going to get oh, on the money ranking. You know, like, Tiny's really good. She's like a, a Nostradamus with it sometimes. She's like, that person's gonna get 75,000. Boom, wow. hit 75, and you're like, wow. That's pretty good. What's gonna, you know, what's gonna cause them to lose it? And usually my big thing is like, 
I like all the other songs. So, you know, they'll be like, rock. And one will be like, it's Poison or Metallica. And I'm like, oh, good, do Metallica. The other person's like, I'm going to do Poison. I'm like, ugh. All right. And it happens with every category. I'm like, girl groups from the 90s. And I'm like, Spice Girl. And someone else is just like, nope, we're not doing that one at all. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Help, help me out. Give me the songs that I know. Anyway, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, tell me who... Because I have never seen this show before, but who, uh, what sort of uh, celebrity is the host of this show? It's, it's got to be a celeb. Yeah, it's Nacy Nash from uh, Nacy. Wow, Nacy, yeah, from uh, you know uh, Reno nine one nine one one and all that. Mm-hmm. And Tiger or something else. I think she's yeah, she's the host of it, and she does a great job. Um, yeah, I just really enjoy it. It's a little, nice little guilty pleasure. And if we're not watching, don't forget the lyrics. Then. We're watching um, Name That Tune. Another another game show that is musical based. I think we've got we've found a little niche that uh, that is uh, perfectly Tanya and John shaped. Yeah, we just like it. It's you know you can talk during it. Don't really matter. You know what I mean? Like there's no like there's no plot to move forward. You know when I'm mm-hmm. watching you know when I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Room's got to be quiet. I need to make sure that I'm following every Easter egg and thread. But with a don't forget, uh, a name that tune type of thing, yeah, let's go. Whatever. We're talking during it. We're having a good time. That's awesome. Um, How about you? Boo. Well, actually, uh, yeah, I am watching something that we don't really talk about on the show, although it does seem like something we could and maybe should talk about. I don't know. Well, it really depends well. on if you want to see it. Um, but, uh, Jess and I have been really enjoying, uh, One Piece, the live action version on Netflix. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. That's fair. That's fair enough. I personally never could connect with the anime. It never really clicked for me. And I know it's like a really popular anime and, uh, for good reason. Um, but I never could connect to it. And then this, uh, the live action show, I don't know, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, it's really good. The cast is really good. And there's something about how, because like the sets, it's got like a TV budget or a Netflix TV budget, um, which is still very impressive. But like the sets, there's a lot of practical sets and they're like, uh, pirate ships and stuff. And uh, the main character has uh, Mr. Fantastic powers in a way where you're like, you could do this on television and you, and you don't? Like, <laughs> why, why don't I see more of this stuff? I wish that, uh, I wish Miss Marvel had her uh, comic book accurate powers and looked like this because it would look quite good. Right. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear at least they're doing justice for the... Uh... I don't know, the main character, the Luffy or Luffy or something like that. That's right, Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy, uh, the pirate captain and soon-to-be king of the pirates. The guy who is playing uh, Monkey D. Luffy is just so crazy charming and uh, does a fantastic job. Really, all the casting so far, even though, again, I know very little about the anime, but from what I've seen, I'm like, this is perfect, said the guy who knows nothing about the show. Hey, it's probably the best way to walk into something like that. 
is just don't. It's it's like over a thousand what episodes of the anime. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yes. I, you know, even even play is even during this whole uh, downtime period of like new shows and stuff. I don't think I would start in a thousand episode anything. Like I'd be like, what happened after episode like twelve? <laughs> be like, I don't know anymore. It's all blurred. It's a blur. It's all blurred together. He got stretchy powers. He looks cool. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Well, that's good. I'm happy to hear at least you know from all their other anime adaptations. It seems like this one is is getting the praise from fans and non fans. It is very. It's super interesting because I this is something, and of course, this is not, <laughs> I'm going to make it about me, haha, but this is not necessarily uh, meaning to um, say that uh, I called it or anything, but this is the kind of thing I've been hoping for uh, for quite some time, is mm. just that if you're going to make a live action version of something, you can't try to make it cool. You need to try, you need to like stay true to the, like the core of what the the thing that you're adapting is and then if it is crazy and wacky and corny you have to just go with it and you have to do your best and then the chips fall where they may and i think in this example it uh it turned out great they are it is so corny and so over the top and so heightened and yet it is like emotionally resonant uh the action is fun the sets are wild and inventive and like fun to look at. And everyone seems like they just did an episode last night. They introduced two new characters and mm. these, every episode is an hour long. Oh, wow. They introduced two new characters. They fully built them their backstory. And then they gave this amazing, like satisfying emotional catharsis all in this, the span, uh, the span of an hour. It was Really, this show is really genuinely impressive, and not just from like it's doing a great job emulating and acting like a cartoon uh, in a really believable and satisfying way. It's just like it is a good show. It's a good show that looks wild. That's good. That's good. I, I guess they didn't pick up on that with that Cowboy Bebop mm. thing they did. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is underrated. The show did not... The show had a lot to live up to. Cowboy Bebop is one of the most revered animes of all time. Sure. It's... I don't really follow anime or or am not really part of that... Part of pop culture anymore. But uh, I have just such... Like, so... Such fond memories of Cowboy Bebop. It's so, like... It's so stylized. And the world building is so fantastic. Um, and it's just a, like the characters are all people that like, are all, uh, archetypes that you're really, um, excited about and, and their adventures are crazy and, uh, very morally gray. Um, love that show, but, and I think that the, I think that the live action version did a pretty good job. I think it, it if it had gotten more seasons, I think it could have evolved into something really great, but um yeah i don't know i think i feel like that one got it's that one deserved a little bit more like maybe one more season to really figure out their voice that's but, fair like i mean look I, I look at anything that's live app uh live action adaptation of anything 
animated and they automatically get a lot more, you know, I, I give a lot more forgiving for, let's say if yeah. the characters don't a hundred percent look like them or act like them or whatever, it's like, you know, live action interpretation. It's cartoons generally have less details, not more. So, you know, if you get some people who are kind of wrinkly, you get some wrinkly people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not going to be 100%, uh, you know, right exactly what you expect. That being said, I guess, I think the maybe the one thing you could say about Cowboy Bebop is that the 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 anime itself is so grand. Like, so many of the sets are so massive and awe-inspiring. Mm-hmm. The show felt a lot, like, smaller scale just because of the, the constraints they had with the budget and kind of, like, what they chose to um spend it on and i think and maybe some of the performances didn't exactly click with people but like man some of the performances were really good and i don't know it it was his own thing it deserved to evolve a little bit in in its own space play in its own space but i think when you're going up against one of the like something that is that loved and revered it's just gonna be really really hard to get it right that's fair, but that's why I thought they were taking such a risk with uh, One Piece because that is yeah. also <laughs> yeah. Talk about you know, weird. yeah, universally adored. It's been on for yeah, I mean, damn near over twenty years, I think, at this point. Um, or it's been on for a long time, and I mean, a thousand episodes of anything is rarefied air, especially like a cartoon. You know, that's that's not too many doing that. That's true. I think that might actually be why it works so well, though. There's just, like, maybe so much tonal and, like, world-building and characters to draw on because there's just so... It's like, the catalog is so deep that you're going to have a... You're, you're just... But by the time you're an expert on that, if that is how your process works when you're adapting this, like, you've got so much to fall back on so much knowledge so much experience like you live in that world for a thousand episodes and maybe that makes making the adaptation a little easier i think another thing i heard about this particular production is that the creator of the anime or the manga and then who also was you know had their hand in creating the anime uh they were very involved with the creation of the live action show so Mm. i think that that definitely didn't hurt because you have the person who created this world, you know, giving you guidance. There you go. It better to get guidance from that person than get uh, disdain, right? <laughs> Be like, oh, don't True. do this. It's meant to stay in the medium. You're terrible. Right. Or, so, or just right. like a maybe a like a faint praise would be bad too where you're just like, yeah, I checked it out. It was fine. Like yeah. they did a good job. They they made their version. It was fine. Um, oh, that would be such a backhanded anything. Yep. Yeah, it was. It's it's good. Yeah, good. They made their own thing. They really yeah. tried. Good for them. You know, like obviously there's some limits, but you know they did a lot with what they could do. They made choices. I made choices. I made different. I don't. You know, I don't know if I'd make that choice. But... Yeah, I wouldn't have agreed with what they did the last few episodes, but yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. No. Yeah. Mm, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. 
So, I don't know. If, if you like One Piece, you haven't checked out the Netflix show, and you have Netflix, give yourself, uh, you know, go ahead and check it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's what I'm watching. Not not really anything else. The only other thing, I mean, we don't really talk about it on the show. We, I think we mentioned it maybe in a Star Trek episode, but I'm watching Lower Decks, of course. Yeah. So yeah. glad that's back. It's, it's, it's coming back. It's got a full head of steam. It's doing great. So oh good. man, the the last episode, get out of town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy smokes! It, I, I talk about you being right at least twice this year. <laughs> Broken clocks and all that. Yeah, you were like, yeah, you should watch it. You'll like it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the art. I'm good. I don't need to watch such. Uh, children's cartoons mm-hmm. and then watching that strange new world episode and i was like all right these, all right we need things to watch anyway yeah i agree with you about the art i think the art style is ended up working out for the show perfectly i can't yeah, imagine yeah. it in any other style that being said it did when it came out it did remind me of rick and Morty. yeah um in a way that felt sort of derivative uh i'm sure a lot i i think i know that mike mcmahon the person who made it used to work on rick and morty um and so maybe he's working with people who are also artists on that show and that's the reason for the stylistic similarity there's nothing wrong there uh like i said i think actually the style works quite well but i think initially the the initial impression was i was i was very much like oh okay is this going to be Star Trek trying to do a Rick and Morty type show and like just being very cringe and mm. bad at it? That was my fear. Um, none of those fears ended up being founded. It is one of my favorite Star Trek series, not even being facetious or joking. I think it's just solid and I love the characters and I hope it goes on for like a million seasons. <laughs> I can't uh I can't stop watching it. I love it. But um yeah, yeah, I definitely had that initial I kind of glanced off the art as well. Yeah, I I think you you nailed it on the head the fact that it was too initially looked just a little too similar to Rick and Morty when I'm like, well, Rick and Morty's one of those shows that like it's an adult swim show, so you're always expecting the art not to be as polished. Like that's kind of like the charm that you get, or that decadently weird type of aesthetic. But when I yeah. saw that they were bringing that over, I was like, "Nah, I'm good." And I honestly, thought it was just for kids, like because I had yeah. no context, I didn't have Paramount at the time, so I was just like, well, "I have no interest." But you hit me on. Now that's you know we watch that. Every when every new episode comes out, make sure that's one of the things that we watch. <laughs> Break out the the show rations and be like, okay, we can watch <laughs> one new lower decks. <laughs> and, and then I'm gonna more, sir. Please, watch. can I have some more Star Trek? Yeah, I wish, I wish they do. They do a really good job. I mean, it's weird. I mean, look, at least we're lucky. Half. You know, half of the strike seems to be near the end with the WGA. Uh, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. With the details have not been released yet, but there has been a tentative agreement in place, which I, I guess that a tentative agreement means, to be honest, I don't know what it means, but I know that the membership probably has to vote on it once the uh, details are released. 
But uh, people are saying late night could come back as early as October, which is a scant week and a half or so away. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I'll definitely watch uh, two of those shows. Um, (sighs) Will you? Which ones? Well, so once we get late night back, uh, what will come into the watching rotation is watching their monologues and a closer look. So it's Seth Meyers and Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that I watch. And I watch usually watch the monologues and then any sort of special segment. So that, there you go. There you go. I, I avoid uh, Jimmy Fallon because of the fact that he should have never been given the Tonight Show. Anyway, um, so I don't really watch that because I don't find him terribly amusing. You'll uh, find no argument here. Team Coco all the way. Yeah. Oh yes, Coco. Um, <laughs> I miss Conan so bad. I like, mean, Conan uh, O'Brien is is one of the the most legendary late night hosts. I don't care who hears me say it, uh, but he is just the one of the most legendary hosts of all time. The, the way he was treated is something I will never not be mad about. <laughs> Yeah, it, it took me, I don't know how many years, I just, and I really don't watch anything, like, actively on NBC. I mean, I guess now that I'm streaming all this stuff on Peacock, I'm a hypocrite now, but there was a... Well, well, well. But there was a good about four or five year period after that happened where I was just like, I don't watch any show on NBC. They can go kick rocks as far as I'm concerned. They did Coco Dirty. They did him dirty, especially, I mean, come on, Jay Leno, get out of here. Anyway. And that show, the ten, his 10 o'clock show sucked. Yeah. Listen, it was a bad idea. His show sucked. The whole thing was ridiculous. It, the whole experience, like, I wasn't really watching Late Night when the whole uh, Letterman Leno thing went down. Um, but the fact that shit went down with Letterman and then with Conan really tells you all you need to know about somebody. And I don't need, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Letterman is one of the, if not the greatest late night host. God tier. Because easily, easily, extremely funny, extremely, extremely poignant questions when he wanted to dig down into it. Consummate. I, I love Letterman. I sh- stayed up watching him when he used to have his late, late show on NBC when I was just like a kid, kid. I grew up with Letterman and then just have him be like, wait, he doesn't get the tonight show, but fucking Jay Leno does get out of here. I was so mad. So that's when he went over to CBS. I was like, well, I guess I'm a CBS house. Now we're going to watch this. Stop watching NBC for a few years and then do that. And then become a hypocrite, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. time makes hypocrites of us all, does it not? Yeah, true words have not been spoken. Mm, yes, and I only speak the truest words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the laughing is the right response. <laughs> um it was I was thinking about something earlier that uh the kind of I thought it was mildly interesting. And mm. uh, and I'm curious if you if you do as well. I can point to a lot of movies that I love. I can point to a lot of movies that I don't like, but I I am having trouble conjuring a movie that I just flat out hate. Like, 
that is just nothing like just something that like raises the bile of anger in my throat. Um, mm, do a... you have a movie that like you just like that when you think about it, you're like, ugh, this movie. Uh, yeah, but it's really out of left field. Oh, we're interesting. Well, I it's, mean, left field it, is the best is the best field yeah, when we're I talking mean, about interesting stuff. Look, if we're chill hanging, this is it, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear it for sure. Uh, oh, the never ending story. The wow, the first one or I, just the, any the series of them? I can't. I can't. No, I can't even bring myself to watch them. Is wow. This, well, everyone out there, this is the opinion of John and John alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Look, I, I used to work with a dude who literally had a, a Treyu tattoo. Okay? Oh, I boy. get it. But when I see the flying dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> Falcor! It just, like, I can't, literally, I am unable to watch the movie. It will put me to sleep. That is how like uninterested I am in it. And so like so, when you, when it's on, you're mad. I'm mad, and then I'm asleep. So I guess I'm happier <laughs> at that point. It's like I I can't last much past the this never ending story. That's usually when I'm out, and it's happened on numerous occasions where I'm like I I literally can't watch this movie. I don't want to watch this movie because it, it there's something about it that just makes you go like. Nah, I'm good. That that's a hard pass. I don't know if I'd flat out say that I hate it, but there's enough disdain for the fact that it can knock me out that I just have no really no interest in it. Hmm. Interesting. I now I hated the village. There you go. I hated the village. M Night Shyamalan. Uh, that dude owes me ten dollars <laughs> because I I, was, I hated that movie. I still okay, hate that okay. movie. Oh, there you go. That's there, something. Well, yeah. Wow, you brought the, the anger. I could feel it like uh, peaking in me. That's how I I fucking hated that movie. Because I'm sitting there in the movie theater, right? I, I shit. I saw uh, Sixth Sense. Figured that one out. Unbreakable. That was cool. I was like, man, this is probably one of the better superhero movies we're ever going to get in our lifetime. Time, time, time. Uh. You know. <laughs> and then it was like, well, let's just watch The Village. I didn't see signs. Let's watch the village. Um, so in the movies, packed place. I'm sitting in there and I'm watching it. And half an hour in, I lean over to my friend and go like, "All right, I'm gonna make a bet. And if I'm right, I'm gonna be really pissed off." I was like, "It's modern time. This is all fake." Oh, you guessed it. You figured I fucking it out guessed before it. the twist. And then, sure enough, everything transpired. And I was like, "Oh, really?" Fuck you. <laughs> I, was, I was mad. I left mad. I wanted my money. Like, yeah. because I was just like, it wasn't just because I got the twist. It was just so disinteresting. But the fact that like, once you understand what, oh, oh, wait, sorry. Spoilers, spoilers for those who haven't watched it. <laughs> no, no. The spoiler, which just gave me the thumbs up and then flipped off a picture of, uh, <laughs> Pulled out a picture of the village and then flipped it off. It was oh, a lot of prop comedy for the spoiler witch, but just just know that it, that you you're you're clear to to spoil away. Excellent, yeah. Well, I will because that just 
I was just so infuriated. And that that's not – some of the performances were great and everything in there. But, like, overall, once you know the twist, it was so easy to see through all the layers and the, the fake bullshittery that was being put in, in place to make you think that this was – that wasn't the twist. And I was just like, oh, fuck this movie. That one, uh, Sucker Punch, that's another one that I'll never watch again. So, yeah, there's a few. There's a few movies. It's so it sounds like, but for relatively small. I think yeah. that that's the thing is like even a bad movie still has, like it's still interesting to talk about. Um, it always surprises me when I, and this is, this is just me, but I always kind of try to reevaluate my stance on things, and it always surprises me when I see on Reddit or wherever else, uh, people praising a movie that I just can't stand. I think, like, I, I don't know if I hate any movie, but there's plenty of movies I just can't stand. Um, well, throw the, if, I'm, I'm, if I'm spilling tea, you better Boston Tea Party this up. Okay. Well, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is Southland Tales. I've never seen it. It's like a, it's like a, a very bizarre, like, a movie, I don't know if you call this an anthology movie or just a movie like um, uh, Pulp Fiction where it shows a bunch of different people's stories and they sort of intertwine. Um, but uh, this is from re- director Richard Kelly, who you might know from Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Box apparently was uh, Richard Kelly's most recent um, thing that they did. Okay. Um, but <laughs> never saw that one but um no nope. uh but yeah the southland tales it was just as a, i was such i was riding such a high out, uh, off of donnie, donnie darko which i just like adored um and then uh south which was also bizarre and so i was like ready for the bizarre i was ready for it to be challenged sort of uh from a story structure perspective but southland mm-hmm. tales just was very incoherent to me. Um, it just didn't. Again, I haven't. I haven't seen it since I saw it the first time, which is probably like in two thousand and seven. So it's been a couple years, a couple, a few, a decade, almost yeah, more, a, pl- a decade plus, I should say, um, since I've seen it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't like it. But I see people, I just read a thread the other day where people were going nuts over the thing. I mean, look, there's no accounting for what someone will like or won't like, right? Yeah. And defend what they will. I went thinking about that movie. The reason why I never saw it was watching the uh, trailer to it. I remember this. Watching the trailer to it made me feel like someone was described a quentin tarantino movie and then he was just gonna try to make it (laughs) okay yeah i think that's pretty accurate yeah like it it gave me like someone back of the napkin some pulp fiction and right and then but just made it weird and isn't kevin smith in that movie yes he's heavily in makeup he plays like a weird army general type guy there is a there is a guy who floats up into the sky with a rocket launcher. I do remember that. 
The Rock is in it. Um, a lot of people actually are in it that would make you think that it would be good. I don't know. Like, if you're out there and you think Southland Tales is good, sell it to me, please. Come to our Discord and sell me Southland Tales. Tell me why it is worth revisiting. And you know me, I'll do it. That's the thing. Yeah, you tell you tell Forrest, and I'll just live in blissful ignorance. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell John to do it. I'll and do it. don't don't come at me with the village. If you try to tell me <laughs> anything is good about that village, we can have a, a hour long conversation, and I'll give you my dissertation on why that movie's bad. I think what is so frustrating about the village is that the first like 20 minutes are so promising. Like it holds a ton of promise uh, for an interesting, the movie it, it could be. Um, but when the, the, uh, the whole twist is revealed, it's just, there are just like we talked about um, with, uh, with some of these episodes of Ahsoka, especially uh, early on is that like the changes bring up too many inconvenient and annoying questions Mm. um and i think that there was just too many questions raised and it it was too distracting um in in that particular case i mean yeah just imagine my disappointment when it was just like oh i figured this out oh now i gotta sit through another 80 minutes of this yeah i mean but like the And I guess that speaks a lot, right? Because the twist is only one aspect of the movie. It could still be interesting and have an engaging characters and an interesting story that you're you're following along with. But for me, it was like the minute they reveal that, you're just like, okay, what about planes? There's a no fly zone, but it never happened. Like, how are you not like uh, explaining that to people? What about outside noises? Like, I don't care how far you are away. (laughs) There's gonna be some reminders you're part of. you're part of modern society. Like, what about satellites? Like, what? Yeah, just how because, did they? Just because you got a fence doesn't mean it's going to keep everybody out. No, no. Uh, people be people be going to places where they're not supposed to be. What happens that's when that's like what people do? Yeah, what happens when Chad on his ATV just comes ripping on through the forest? You know, Superman like, Chad. Village. Shout yeah. out to Superman Chad. Yeah, yes, exactly. Superfan Chad on his, <laughs> on his ATV four-wheeler. <laughs> goes ripping through the village of the village. Of the village. You know, yes, what happens? What Queen Phoenix going to do? What's, what's, yeah, what is Bryce Dallas Howard going to do? What are they going to do? Let's go check them out. How are they going to fight against this crazy monster? Exactly. Guess what? It's not a monster at all. It's the parents that you can't leave. You can't leave, and then when you turn old enough, we tell you the secret. Okay. okay. Yeah. All cool right. stuff. Yeah. Cool cool oh. abusive parents movie. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's some... M. Night Shyamalan hasn't always been hitting it. Uh, you know, he hasn't always uh, hit it out of the park. But he's coming back, I hear. I haven't watched his most recent movies, but I hear the, the most recent ones are good. I watched Mr. Glass... Oh, why'd you do was, that, though? Well, because I was on an airplane. Why'd you do that, though? Wait. And it was the Unbreakable world, right? Yeah. So I was just no, like, well, I, I liked Unbreakable, so maybe this one might be good. I didn't like it. 
but yeah. I don't hate it like I hate the village. Okay. There's there's a there's a difference. I don't like I would never go back and watch it again. But at the same time I'm not like Ugh. I'm just like oh, all right, I saw it. The a village I'm like <laughs> give me my money. When I if I leave a movie and I say give me my money back from it, that that's probably borderline. I really actually I could get my money from Mr. Glass, I would. Uh, <laughs> Back from the airline? Yeah. Was that not was that not gratis? I I mean we know it's not gratis because it's tied in a goddamn plane ticket, but Oh yeah, yeah, I hear you. That makes I, sense. I would have uh, yeah. Yeah. I would have rather got another bread roll than watch the, that again. You're but, like mm-hmm. you're like, uh does are you in flight movies? Uh, do you have Mr. Glass as a choice? Oh, you do? All right, can I have $500 off my ticket and you just turn off my screen? Just turn off my screen. I don't want to watch anything. The chance that I might, my finger might slip. It's it's covered in, in uh, Salisbury steak grease from this, this great food you've been serving up on this flight. The chance that my finger might slip and hit Mr. Uh, Mr. Glass... Uh, during the the flight uh, is enough to make me say, just turn off my seat. Give me five hundred dollars yeah. back. In fact, if you can, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can also turn off the monitors directly in front of me. In the off chance someone might decide to watch <laughs> Mister Glass while I'm on this flight. Is anyone here? Planning on watching Mr. Glass at any point in this flight. You get out. Yeah, tell me. Go get a seat upgrade. Get out of here. I can't watch that. I refuse to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I refudge. Um, <laughs> that's my cute way of saying refuse. You see right. what I did there? Deliciously clever, I know. Um, that's my that's my Thrawn impression of working on <laughs> Yeah, it sounds it's sounding pretty Deliciously good. Deliciously clever. Yeah, no, that's I'll get there. Uh, yeah, that's mm, well, he's got. I mean, he's got a tough voice. It's gonna be a tough one. Oh yes. Yeah, no, you just very good. No, no, no you can follow at your own pace. Nope, nope, nope. It's yes. kind of like almost kinda, there. Kind of like like uh, Igor a little. Almost bit. got it. Nope, nope, nope. Um, moving. You're Almost actually moving further, voice. further away from it. Like you were closer when you started. Now you've gotten Look further. <laughs> if 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 we were to measure distance. Look out, Lars Melkinson. I'm well, coming for you. Oh, no. Now you just sound like you're kind of doing some sort of weird silence of the lambs thing. It's not That's working. Right. Oh, no. It's not That's working. That's right, Ezra. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And see, see, folks, this is how he, he, he through the, he, the whole see, no, what did we say in the last episode? We wouldn't talk about nothing. And here you are backdoor piloting a conversation (laughs) about Ahsoka when we said we wouldn't with only the two caveats. And here you are lying to the people yet again. They can't believe a word you say if you're going to, you know, go back on it. Uh, I'll eat her liver with some Yasalabari. (laughs) 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 (laugh
Night Sisters. Anyway. I think that's it. I think that's a show. You got a show right here. You got something out of this. Ladies and gentlemen and everybody out there, you got yourself a show. And that's it. That's the show. That's where the show is over. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to it and you had a chill time and you hang out with us and you had a real relaxing time. That's what our hope is. Um, and uh, indeed, the show's over and it's time to ro- roll into everybody's favorite part of the show, which is the credits and end credits, I should say. Anyway, I'm going to do the mid Atlantic accent the whole time. Hope you're up to it. Anyway, first, first up, Burton M6. Gotta thank him. Did a great job. Made music for our show. We love it. And uh, you can find the link. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to kill yourself at a certain point. Your voice is just going to wear the... Your voice is just going to wear out. Yeah, well, uh, anyway, you can find the link to Burton M6 uh, Fiverr page in our show notes. Uh, You can also find the link to all our socials in the show notes as well. And uh, a link to the most important, most happening place on the internet. That's right. Our discord you can join and talk with us about episodes about pop culture about anything that's on your mind unless you're a jerk and then we'll kick you out <laughs> um but join the just discord and uh and you can you know you can tell me what you thought um are you sick of me bringing up uh, the fact that star wars jazz music is called jazz music um tell us on our discord and then get banned anyway it sounds like a fun place <laughs> Tell us on the Discord, <laughs> and you will be banned. That's right. Uh, sounds like a fun place. Uh, I'm sure that I did an adequate job describing it. But as we like to say at the end of every show, we hope that wherever you are, however you choose to listen to us, that you are feeling happy and healthy. And if you're not, that's okay. Uh, but I'm going to throw it over to John for the final word. Remember, folks, just like the Rotten Tomatoes review of the village is dangerously dour um that's okay but m night you owe me 10 bucks Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. 